Come on, man. And with the local DBC news, L. Cool J with a triumphant comeback. More But tonight, don't call it a comeback. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Three Guys from the South Side. My name is Mike Merrick. Uh, joined with me, as always, never leaving. Boys, Bernardi. Boys. I'm riding and dying with you in 2021. <laughs> it's just us two. We'll think about we'll think about uh, guest announcers for the next week or two, but. Uh, Loyalty, we're sticking with us for the time being. Got to ride with us. Hey, the the doldrums of winter, man. They're here. Uh, and look, I, I think we're gonna have a uh, have a next have a fun next couple weeks here. Get into February, and then spring's right around the corner. But took a week off. Uh, I know it had the boys down here in Dallas. I think we were having a little bit too much fun. Uh, but before that, I know we had a chance to. Uh, to link up back home boys how was the uh how's the holidays for you brother it was good nice to see my mom dad brother and sister uh and then we went to uh the kubiaks on christmas christmas night and uh once again i lost money i lost 200 bucks and stopped i'm sick of that game we've talked about it cheats might have ran its course i love dealing and chirping all the time but uh maybe just time to grow up and find something else to do for the record for the record, uh, these sheets games typically go till about one, two in the morning, uh, the day following Christmas. This year, a, a little bit shorter, especially for you boys, considering uh, you were out so quick, became permanent dealer. Which uh, you know, I, I think I think could have been fun seeing all the, uh, the the roller coaster of emotions going up and down the table. I think I, I lost about a month of my life uh, with how much I lost and then won and then lost again and won back net positive $9 after about four or five hours of, uh, of gambling and excessive uh, drinking of the Pinot Noir. Uh, that was, that, that was on stage there. So uh, all in all good, always a good time getting back to the great suburbs of Chicago, specifically Tinley Park, Illinois. Uh, nothing seems to change there. Nothing at all. Um, and likewise were some of the trending picks, especially that I had coming into pole season. My goodness, my goodness, boys, how did you even fare once, once you tallied everything up and and it was all said and done after these, you know, uh, new Year's six bowls here. So, uh, on the last podcast, uh, one of the bowl games I really liked was uh, Miami, Florida money line. And uh, let me tell you, I'm hyping up De'Ara King if he comes back. And uh, I still have the kiss of death. And De'Ara King tore his ACL, and I feel absolutely horrible at, about that. And I'm probably 20% responsible. And I hopefully he makes a full recovery and able to come back in August or September because I still think that Miami team could be a national title contender. But, uh, that team battles in the second half. They have a chance to go up, but their backup quarterback can't deliver for them. I think if King's in there, they win that game. But uh, part of the course with college football for me this year. But uh, then we had a Steelers. They came back against the Colts and covered more for me. So my locks of the week went one and one. And then um, one game I absolutely loved was um, Ohio State against Clemson. 
Not a fan of Dabo Sweeney. Think the ACC is trash. And uh, Bus Boys here down in Dallas. We were happy to see Clemson, Trevor Loris go home early and see Trevor declare before the Natty title game. So uh, that basically rounds up my bowl season. Ohio State, I love him again this week, and we'll delve into that a little more. But, uh, Mikey, how did, how did everything fare for you? Uh, not bad from, from our last episode's picks, um, one and one, uh, with an additional game that went DNF, uh, considering my beloved Hawkeyes didn't even play their bowl game, which, uh, was a little disappointing in itself, but, uh, nonetheless, Texas hit for me, which was nice. Um, I had a slew of other games, uh, I, I believe on that same day that, I really just couldn't string anything together. And you know me. My middle name's Parley, dude. I'm putting one, two, you know, two, three, four teamers together and string along a couple wins here and there, but you know, can't uh couldn't really bring anything home. Did get uh uh one against what I did say last episode, uh that I wasn't gonna touch the Florida or the Oklahoma game. Why? Just never again, right? They're been screwed on on those two teams the last last few times I bought them each time and you know again we got into some shenanigans down here in Dallas and next thing you know uh, I've got I've got two biscuits on the over and we we were sweating that one out a little bit we were biscuits and gravy biscuits and gravy we we were we were we were sweating that one ended up pulling that one out you know Kyle Trask was on the sideline there for most of the second half with a quote unquote injury but. You know, we all knew he was declaring for the draft. to probably want to keep him healthy in a game that they probably knew that they weren't going to win. More importantly was how good does Oklahoma look? You know what's funny about that is Oklahoma looked great. And the funny thing is this Oklahoma team is probably better than the playoff team that absolutely got spanked by Burrow and company last year. And uh, I would have liked to see Oklahoma over Notre Dame. And let me tell you, Florida absolutely mailed it in after that uh, Bama game. Those guys gave um, zero fucks, pardon my language, um, that game. Offense, defense, a bunch of guys not playing. Our buddies, beloved Hoosiers probably should have been in that game. And I think Indiana-Oklahoma would have been a better game. But, um, yeah, happy for Mike. It was nice to go out, uh, watch the football game on the big screen, uh, down in Dallas, everything's bigger in Texas. Uh, it was nice to see the boys, too, and uh, bet on a couple games down there. You mentioned that Indiana game a minute ago. That's a game that, of course, I got on the over. I think it was 63 and a that half. That was DOA in the first quarter, Schmerer. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I, didn't sniff, I didn't sniff a winner after that. Um, I actually haven't made a bet since uh, actually in 2021. So I'm six days off the book, baby. Um, uh, I broke my, my three days of, of no alcohol either. I had a glass of wine tonight. But. That's even more impressive. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. I've been drinking since uh, first trying to get back in the swing of things, get the healthy lifestyle going, but uh, gearing up for this weekend, I'm ready to have a Saturday. So, Let's let's go back to these bowl games real quick before before we start looking looking forward, as Mr. McConaughey would say. Let's talk about these these uh, semifinals. So Alabama, Allie, and Bama uh, coming out on top in that one. What, what's what was your overall take on how they played? <laughs> so me and Mike had a side bet. 
I think it was 25 clams on the spread and Notre Dame have, and backdoor covered their way into it. But my God, I needed a shower after that. <laughs> yeah, I felt dirty, COVID dirty after covering that game. But uh, I think the first, the first drive of Alabama sums it up perfectly. Like Devontae Smith is fast as hell and he catches a screen pass and takes it to the house and Notre Dame can't even keep up with him. And that's that SEC speed that ESPN and Paul Feinbaum love to talk about. Paul Feinbaum. Paul Feinbaum. He was right on that one. And that game was over after that, 7 nothing. You knew Notre Dame wasn't going to win. It was up to the spread. And Nick Saban with a 15-yard penalty. Ian Book, he knows that those alums all wrote him. He's probably going to get a nice gig selling uh, life insurance, making 250 k this year because no one in the NFL is going to draft him. And he's not coming back next year because it looks like Notre Dame already moved on. But, uh, yeah, that game was over at halftime. Notre Dame sucks. I hope they never make the playoffs again. I wish I was in Mount Greenwood or Beverly on the south side of Chicago at some bar that was open illegally wearing an Alabama jersey, just chirping all these guys who work in the union and went to Mount Carmel and Rita and think they went to Notre Dame in another lifetime. What's funny about this is that you went to Mount Carmel, but what yeah, for a day and then I got the hell what out. People don't know is that you is that you you were a brother at Mount Carmel High School for a very short period of time and then uh major way Actually, it's not more Mount Carmel, it's more Mount Greenwood and uh, I'm not I'm not sorry, Mount Greenwood, it's more uh St. Rita and Brother Rice down on El Pulaski there. But I I mean look that, that game itself was a true beatdown. Notre Dame had zero Ian Book zero, is so zero bad. business being He's there. So bad. They've lost and then there's Ian Book. They have lost their last they both drive Camrys to the games. That's all I know. They've lost their last six either New Year's six or playoff games. And and they haven't been close either. Go look up the scores. I think they've given up an average of like forty one and a half points. Over those six games, just absolutely terrible. I mean, actually, I was at the ass kicking that Clemson gave them a few years ago at Jerry World uh, in the semifinal game. Actually, there with a fellow Southsider who 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 claims himself an Irish fan. Now, Mister Brendan Barry was kind enough to be texting us and, and telling us a few things about his picks. Uh, when I asked him, Hey, are you coming down for the game to Dallas? Like you did a few years ago. Uh, he said, no, I'm waiting on the natty. So uh, let's, let's give our friend bees man a call. Let's, let's see how he's feeling here. Oh, uh, his take. Hello, bees man. What's up, buddy? No, what's going on, Philly? Nothing. Just getting over here. How about yourself? Doing all right, man. Hey, uh, I got you live right now on three guys from the South Side calling. Uh, calling to get some Notre Dame feedback after that Alabama game. You got a minute? <laughs> Did you say we're live? Oh, we're live. We're, we're live. live. Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing all right, buddy. Doing all right. We got the scouting report on the game last week in uh, Notre Dame 2021. What are we thinking? Oh, well, first of all, I'd like to say, you know, uh, first time caller, uh, long time listener. Um, <laughs> One of our five listeners. Like we appreciate it, Brendan Barry. 
was was the question what am, what am I thinking of, is in store for Notre Dame next year? Yeah, well, yeah. What you well, about the game? Were you happy they covered the spread, or were you disappointed they lost? Uh, I was disappointed in the loss. Not surprised. Not surprised. Just disappointed. You you, you sound like Mike Senior back in high school. Yeah, you know, it's 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 one of those things you come to expect. You hate you hate to see it, but you know you, you you're used to it. Uh, as far as covering the spread, I didn't see it happening. But uh, what do you guys think? Was that it, was, it wasn't even a backdoor. It was kind of like just they covered. Well, so the thing was, you weren't watching it. It was fourth and eight, and Brian Kelly sends his punting team out there. Yeah, what do you – come on. Put, show, show him him they brought him back in and they drove down the field nice. thanks to a Saban 15-yard penalty. So it was a miracle cover. But, uh, yeah, we were just curious what you thought. And then do you want to give us a little preview about Notre Dame 2021 for all our Southside listeners out there? Uh, it's going to be probably a very similar season. Probably go 12-0 and next year. Um, and then make the playoff. If it's an expanded playoff, maybe get a, a – maybe a, a – playoff victory for once and then uh probably hit the sec school in the second round of the playoff and lose probably by you know three touchdowns anywhere from two to five touchdowns gotcha and what do you think of ian book who do you who do you dislike more ian book or mitch trubisky because those guys are identical basically yeah well that's a loaded question uh uh, as a Packers fan, I actually love Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> I think he needs an extension. Uh, as far as he is, Ian Book, he's, he's the most winningest quarterback in Notre Dame history. So, I mean, uh, does he get it done? Not in big games. but Yeah, well, I'm not sure if you saw, but that Scotty quarterback, Jack Cohn, just transferred to Notre Dame. He seems like a big, he seems like a big upgrade. Yeah, I you know we'll we'll see. You got to be optimistic about that. They got they got one guy coming in next year. I think he was the number one quarterback. But you know if if you can't start at Scotty, can, can you really can you really start at Notre Dame if you can't start at Scotty? I don't know. Yeah, touchdown Jesus. I, I mean, here's here's my other thing too on, on the topic of Notre Dame is Brian Kelly. At what point? do they look at replacing the head coach? Yeah. You've strung together a couple really strong seasons over the last, what, four to five, maybe six, six years uh, with some, I think mediocre teams at best, but you can't win the big game. He's lost four playoff games. And, and, and we, we were just talking about a place by what I think they've given up on average 41, 42 points per game in each of those bees, man. At what point, do you look at the at the head coaching job and say, "Hey, we we got to get a big name in here"? Yeah, I mean, those are all great points. As far as far as you know, him going anywhere, it, I think it'll be on his terms. It, it looks like, I mean, after the the shellacking they took against Clemson two years ago in Dallas, and after this one, they can't win the big game. And uh, I personally think it's time to part ways with him, but. He also he gets you to that playoff game every year, and that's huge for the university. For you know, you know all you know what comes along with all that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's called but it's called dollar it's, signs, tie dollar signs. Yeah, so if Irvin Meyer ever wants to make a comeback, I'd say I'd say any at any time he's more than welcome. What do you guys? How do you guys feel about it? 
I mean, I mean, I, I don't know if we, I don't, I don't know if Notre Dame needs a coach with dementia. That they, they got enough priests walking around that campus, uh, to, to handle that. But boys, what do you think on that, on that head coaching position? I am no Brian Kelly fan, but one thing I'll say is he always schedules teams hard. And I'm looking at the schedule next year, and it's not his fault that Florida State sucks, but they're playing Wisconsin at Soldier Field. That'll be a good game. They're playing the Cincinnati Bearcats. USC, North Carolina, Virginia, Stanford. The schedule's always stacked every year. It's just they can't handle it in the playoffs. But uh, these man, thanks for uh, taking this impromptu call going live. Uh, any uh, NFL playoff predictions or locks of the week you want to give us a shout out to before uh, we let you go? Uh, well, I actually haven't really taken a look at the slate, but I'd say I'm hoping the Bears get a win in the first round. What do you say, boys? Above the Bears, baby. Oh Woo! yeah. I'd love to see the Bears lose to the Packers in the second round. Hey, Bears, a are, fan of both. Bears are plus 10. Bears are plus 10 against the Saints. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. It's it's going to be a tough one. But, uh, hey, Bees, man, thanks again for taking the, the, the late phone call here uh, on a uh, on a chilly Wednesday night, I'm sure, up in, uh, up in the Burbs uh, there. So thanks again for hopping on, man, and, and we'll uh, we'll talk soon. Go get him. Thanks, Thanks for having man. me. See ya. Thanks. Bees, man, if you're listening, appreciate you again hopping on, buddy. Uh, as always, good to good to hear from you. But look, b- before we get into my favorite part of every episode, the weekly perennial, uh, do just want to talk real quick hockey. Uh, big news coming from yesterday's World Junior Championship game. <laughs> USA took down Canada two to nothing. That is the United States' fourth win in a row in a gold medal game at the World Juniors, uh, dating back, I believe, to 2004. Um, congrats, boys. That was a hell of a showing, a hell of a tournament. Uh, there's so many NHL stars that are going to come uh, from both of those teams, both the U.S. and Canada. Uh, Trevor Zegers put out an absolute clinic. I think the entire tournament and, and showed why he was as such high of a pick uh, and, and will be such a great uh, addition to that Ducks team for years to come. So uh, speaking of hockey, though, we also have the NHL starting next Wednesday, uh, the 13th. We have hockey for over 100 straight days. It's going to be fucking awesome. With hockey coming back next week, we are going to have a very special guest. I don't want to get everyone too excited, but we got we got Puckline Patty, Matt Patson, coming on the show next week. If that doesn't get at least 25 more listeners, I don't know what does, but uh, excited to have him on the show. Uh, hey, Mikey, we got seven days until NHL. Uh, so how are you feeling out there about the season? Uh, you like anything out there? Uh, you know, I think the Blackhawks are going to have a tough road, you know, uh, Losing, losing Doc uh, in the World Juniors there, and and losing Taves, who you know we both both wish them a uh, speedy recovery, you know. And uh, look, I think the Hawks are going to have a tough road. Uh, these divisions are pretty interesting, but uh, look, we'll we'll save a lot of that talk for next week when uh, we decide to get back into it with the boys. So uh, let's go to my favorite part of the week, the perennial. It is. A10 team parlay. That, ladies and gentlemen, can put all or most of your financial woes 
behind you. You want that new Louis bag? You want that new Rolex? Here's how you do it. A simple $20 investment gets you over 12,000 McChickens at the McD's. But if you're on Rivers and you bet Rivers with the points boost, you're going to get over 18,000 McChickens. 18,000 McChickens. Boys, hit us with the perennial. So this one's probably going to pay out closer to eight or nine with that boost, just for the pure fact I took a money line for the first time in the weekly perennial. The number of games have dwindled, so uh, we're going to do some college basketball games on Saturday. I'm basing these point spreads off of Ken Palm. Yes, I have a $20 annual subscription for that. It's a great website, by the way. Um, okay, so let's do the hey, weekly Hey, boys, no, no, free, no free ads. No free ads. Sorry about that. Um, weekly perennial. Six NFL games, four college hoops games, and we're going to talk some more college hoops after the weekly perennial. So let's go all the six NFL games I got played. Under Colts and Bills, 50.5. It's going to be chilly in Buffalo. We got 6,500 fans up there, not including the governor because the fans don't want them, which I think is hysterical. I think it's a low-scoring game. Colts have a great defense. This game's in the low 40s. 50.5 is too high. Then we're going to go all the way across the country to Seattle. Love the Rams and the Seahawks over 42.5. I don't know if Goff's going to play but I think Wilson's going to put up some puntos like he always does in the playoffs. Saturday night, Bucks minus eight. My heart my heart wants to take Bucks minus eight. Seems it's too easy. Just go with the Bucks money line. Don't even need to watch it. You'll wake up Sunday morning and see that your parlay is 3-0 and you got seven more to go. So we'll do these quickly. Ravens minus three and a half over the Titans. Lamar Jackson finally gets over the hump. Bears and Saints under 47 and a half. That Bears defense will finally wake up. I think the Saints have a good defense. Drew Brees is washed up. I think the Saints win, but it's a low-scoring game. Take the under. And then the Sunday night game, which I love. The never had a Sunday night playoff game before. So you can do a Sunday fun day, booze all day, get a little drunk, chasing your bookie. Steelers minus six so that you don't have to send take it. Then these are college basketball games on Saturday I like too. West Virginia plus one against Texas at home. Missouri minus one at home. You never heard of these two schools before, but believe me, I have American East Conference basketball. I watch it every single week. New Jersey Institute of Technology, minus 12 against Maine University. And then lastly, we're going to go to Ames, Iowa, Western Iowa. I like under Texas Tech and Iowa State, 134. That 10-team parlay pays about eight to 9000 with the boost. A little less McChickens this week because we're going with the Bucks money line, minus eight, which is about minus uh, 300. So that's why it's dwindled down a little bit, but the first weekly perennial 2021. So hopefully it hits. We're due. We're due. We're due. The odds of this are in the thousands, but, uh, we have enough episodes. We do this long enough. We'll hit one of them. Hey, it's again, it's a small investment for a large payout. Over $20. Just don't, just don't get a bucket at Jameson's. Just don't get a bucket at Jameson's. Oh, geez. I'm so glad I didn't go with you guys. I, I mean, granted, I already had the Rona, so what does it matter? But sheesh. No, I got tested this week, and I'm negative. But I will say this. The bars are open in Texas, but some people in Illinois do not follow the rules at all, and it's absolutely ridiculous. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, man. You want to talk about – I still can't get over that drive down here. 
a 14 out a 14 hour car ride from the south suburbs of chicago down to downtown okay Dallas. so it wasn't 14 add another touchdown on that for you well it's supposed to be 14 it ended up being a 20 guess how long it took me to get from dallas to champagne uh, last saturday a 21 hour car ride we stopped and charged gary's tesla seven times not not six seven times 4 15 a.m came walking in the door for you folks listening back home uh mikey and gary told us they'd be there at midnight and they didn't get there till 4 30. hey you know what our our friend of the pod dave mcavoy dave said it best gary grind is a lifestyle he, he is an absolute lifestyle. Uh, I mean, even even hanging out with him. I don't think in Austin right now camping out. Hey, you know what? He might be under the stars waiting to kayak in the morning listening to the show. So, hey. come on now. Come on. That's not real life right there. We gained another listener. We gained another listener. Uh, let's talk national championship, though, bud. Ohio State, Alabama, Nick Saban, the Heisman Trophy winning Devontae Smith. Seven and a half point favorites against Ohio State over under 75 and a half. Let me get your hot take on this one. I love Ohio State. I, I've been trashing the SEC all bowl season, if you listen to the last podcast, and I've pretty much been right, which doesn't happen quite a lot. But I can't think of what Alabama's best win is. It's sure it's Texas AM, but I know they beat North Carolina by 14. But that was a very close game that they got lucky to win. And you look at Ohio State, sure, the Big Ten was down, but boy, oh, boy, did they smoke Clemson, the better team in the ACC against Notre Dame. I say you don't even take the spread, take Ohio State money line. I just don't think the SEC is that good. I'm sorry. Hey, nothing to be nothing to be sorry about. I mean, Alabama's – Alabama's de- Alabama's defense hasn't came to play the last two games. They they showed a lot of vulnerability. Uh, they they can't. They are going to get hurt. I think by Justin Fields and his mobility. Now, hopefully, he's healthy after taking that that hit from from uh, Skalski uh, in the Clemson game. But honestly, they struggle with that style of quarterback. Uh, and they got Trey Sermon too, who's an absolute monster. But at, at the same time, at the same time, I, I do think, uh, I think Alabama's offense has been more consistent compared to Ohio State. I, I think Ohio State's, found, you know, they found their stride last game. But you also look back two games ago, and they struggled against, you know, a, a, a pretty good Northwestern defense. Um, I think that was Northwestern's best game of the year, considering they played everyone. Yeah, Northwestern spanked Auburn, and Alabama did too. Which is the SEC is hyped up every year. It's just I don't know what to think. I'm excited to watch the game on a Monday because there's going to be there's always nothing else on during the national championship. But uh, I don't know if it's my Rust Belt bias or what. But you got any takes on that total of seventy five and a half? Or gun to my head, gun to your head. I'm pointing one at the screen from Champagne. Hope I'm standing behind you. Um, <laughs> I, I like I like the over. I I I'll t- I'd take the over seventy five and a half. I I like to see points. Fire fire away at the points. Um, I I do. I I don't hate your Ohio State money line bet though. I, it, it, if I if I were to do anything as far as who's going to win and or cover that game, uh, from an, an actual team bet, I think it's at plus two twenty five right now. If I'm not mistaken, for that Ohio right. State. 
I I'd sprinkle a little bit on that, but then again, I'm not gambling. I'm done gambling financially. I'm 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 only here. I'm only here for the podcast to make you guys money. Our listeners to make you guys money. So for those of you paying attention at home, we like the Ohio State money line, and we like the over in the Natty Championship. Yeah, you know it was great. Uh, me and a buddy were on the over in Ohio State Clemson. That was like there is no better feeling after the first quarter when some t- when team score combined twenty eight points. And like you're just like, all right, this is already a sharpie. Sharpie this. Get this yeah. out of your desk drawer. Count it as a win. Yeah. Chalk it up. Chalk it up. Chalk up the dub. Chalk up the dub. Uh national championship next week, next Monday, coming up here. Uh, but before that, we've got a full Saturday and Sunday slate. We got a six-pack of NFL games, ladies and gentlemen. Six-pack of games. That's just as good as a six-pack of Miller Lite, the fine, fine. Bud Light guy over here. We don't drink Millers. I'll take Shiner Box, too, and I'm in Dallas. Love seeing those. Can't find those in Champaign. Hey, enough with the free ads already. Enough with the free ads. Uh, until until Bud, until Miller Lite comes to us and starts starts throwing a couple, you know, cut, at least a couple six-pack our way. Fuck. Yeah, we might have a real estate ad come coming up. <laughs> We'll see how it goes, though. I just heard Marco Island is beautiful this time of year after you bet Ohio State money line. You can have a vacation rental home paid for. Stay tuned for next week. Stay tuned for next week for more information. ADH property management, property management in Marco Island, Florida. Can't wait till we're laughing. That's an LLC, by the way. LLC. Um, all right, NFL picks. Who do we like on Saturday's on Saturday's card? Who do we like on Sunday's card? Um, Saturday. I didn't put this in the weekly perennial. I love the cold spread. Defense travels in the NFL playoffs. I, I know it was a high-scoring year. That defense is good. It's going to be cold. Josh Allen's a great quarterback, but this is their – give me the Colts plus six and a half. I'd want to say give me the money line again, but I'm not getting too greedy. I'm taking Ohio State money line. That's my one lock. And my second lock is going to be the Colts spread plus six and a half. And what's great about that, that's the first game on Saturday. So you can double your money after that game and uh, let it ride the rest of the weekend. Mikey, who do you got? Dude, why do you ever, why do you ever bet against the mafia? When, especially when they're at home, they're on their own turf. That's like, that's like going to Don Corleone's house in, in uh, Florence, Italy and, and knocking on the door and expecting a beat down. Come on now. Um, I like the Bills. I like the Bills minus the. Bills. Oh man, I might have to drop out of this podcast. Am I the only one left? I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to here. I'm going against you on this one. I I think I think that Bills offense is stout. Uh, that defense has played great all year. That secondary strong. Uh, hopefully Poyer is uh, is back. I know he left. I think with concussion symptoms uh, a week or two ago. So hopefully you know he's he's ready to go. Uh, and then then they got my boy from. Uh, uh, I think it was entrepreneurship and the greater economy uh, back at, at the University of Iowa. Uh, Micah Hyde. Uh, Micah, if you're listening to this, uh, we had that class together, bud. Uh, you didn't show up half the time, but uh, all good. Nonetheless, deflect some passes. Pick one off for me, please. Oh, I, see um, I, like, I like the Bills Mafia. I, th- I think there's going to be ketchup, mustard, tables broken, you name it. Uh, pregame and look, they got they have fans there. I I think that's big. Sixty-five hundred McNuggets. Hey, Philip Rivers is a, is a Southern California boy. I no, don't he sucks he's, in the cold. I brought this up before. I bet against he's terrible. 
I think what happens is if the Bills go up seven nothing after the first drive or ten nothing, it's over because you don't want Philip Rivers in thirty five degree weather throwing the ball twenty yards downfield. No, Bills. I, I would say I think the Bills win. I think it's a tight game, but the Colts cover. So give me like a 24-20 game. That would be my guess. Philip Rivers driving down the field to try and win it, throws a pick. That's my guess right there. Yeah, I mean, the last time I was in Buffalo, I uh, ran into my boy Sammy Watkins over there. Shout out to Oh, this is a great story. I love shout, it. Shout out Sammy. Sammy in a boot at, uh, at, at your local bar. Uh, yet he was out and about boozing instead of being at home resting that foot. Uh, Sammy, That's some, you can't get oh, yeah. that. Was some great fantasy football scoop info. Matthew Barry couldn't even have got you that, ladies and gentlemen. Un- unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, what a time in Buffalo, though. That Buffalo. was a few years back. Western Buffalo. New York, we love Western New York. To our listeners out there, we love you. Love it, love it. You know, I, I also like, uh, I can't believe, I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Um, I don't. I don't hate the line in the Washington f- football team game. That sounded really weird to say. Um, You're, you like the R words plus eight? Buccaneers, eight points. That's a lot in D.C. It is. It is. And that's why I'm like so on the fence about it. What What, what are you thinking on that one? I like the money line. I think the Bucks win. I, I stay away from that spread. I love Ron Rivera. Everybody who's on his team plays hard for him. I love the Alex Smith story. Oh, my God. They've been showing the Bucks coach story all week. Bruce Arians is one of the most jerker. overrated coaches in the NFL. But they, they're too talented to lose this game. and they've, they've been playing some good ball lately. So I take the Bucks money line. But I'm going to – I'm having a Saturday fun day. I'm going to be boozing, having a great time, but uh, hopefully my phone's dead by then so I don't chase this game and do anything stupid with it. But um, I Yeah. Just- uh, one, I, I love I, I love that Alex Smith story. I did grab a fresh box of tissues the other day. But second, talk about a guy that we got to get on the show, Riverboat Ronnie, Ron Rivera, the gambling man himself. Uh I, I think his luck's ran out too, though. I, I think the I think the Bucks take care of business on this. I do think it's going to be closer, though. Talk about uh, that twenty four twenty game. That's where I, that's what I think that this game could end up, especially uh, with how good that that Washington uh, defense has been. So uh, let's move to Sunday, though. What what couple games you got dialed in for for Sunday? Uh, I want to save the afternoon game for last. So if you want to talk about that one. Uh, let's let's move that one to last. That's uh, our beloved Chicago Bears playing the New Orleans Saints. Uh, so Ravens Titans. Who are we thinking? I love the Ravens minus three and a half. I think Lamar Jackson has struggled in playoff games and against teams that are about equally talented as the Baltimore Ravens. But the Titans have not played that good the past couple of weeks, and Baltimore already lost to um, the Titans this year. It is hard to beat a team twice in um, the National Football League. I'm going to go with that. Three and a half on the road's tough, but Nashville's never been a tough place to play, even if it's sold out. Give me the Ravens, minus three and a half. Lamar Jackson wins his first football game in the playoffs, and uh, we'll see him on, on to round two. Uh, Tannehill and Henry go home in round one. That's my take. Mikey, what do you got? I mean, I don't know if I can bet against a guy who comes out of the locker room two or three weeks ago it was now like Shane Falco 
again, you know, with the Washington Sentinels, comes out of the locker room at halftime and in Lamar's case in the fourth quarter, leads his team to a game winning drive. Like you can't script that any better. I think the team that they have there in Baltimore is built for a potential run this year. I think they're hungry after their loss in the AFC championship game last year to the chiefs. Um, I I think, uh, I, I think I'm with you there. I think I'm with you on the three and a half. Uh, on the road, but yeah, yeah, I, I, you could you could go ahead and lock me in for the three. And a half. Yeah, I, I I rarely take a favorite on the road in football, but uh, this is oh you no way new year new me new year new me. <laughs> uh, Brown Steelers got anything there in the night game Sunday? Uh, weekly perennial because of lack of games. Gun to my head. Hopefully you're behind me with the when the gun goes off. <clears throat> but um, I like Steelers minus six, but. I probably won't even touch this game. Just watch it before I pass out on my couch and uh, try to avoid the Sunday scaries before work on Monday. Yeah, I mean, you know who's going to be scared is is Big Ben, I think, on that Sunday night game. I think this is going to be a very close game. If anything, I'm taking the Browns. I think they've got a lot going for them, uh, both from their fan base and from the way they've been playing recently. Yeah, look, the Steelers – started out really hot and kind of fizzled towards the end of the year. I mean, they struggled last week too against Indy, you know, had to, had to come back late. To, yeah. They had to, to wake up and end up winning that game. Now Indy's Indy was a, Indy's a tough team and they were playing, you know, for a playoff spot, but still, I mean, it, it, that, it team hasn't played, that team hasn't played a full game in a while. It, 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 it didn't look good. The last couple of weeks just haven't looked good. So I, I, I like the Browns in the point section on this. I, I, I take, I take Baker Mayfield. Uh, he's going to be feeling dangerous on Sunday night. Get, All right, get, folks, get when you're chasing points. Sunday night, uh, take the, take the Puntos, take the Puntos. And then uh, we save the best for last. I, I'm neutral. So I'll take the host over here. Cause we got a bears fan down in Dallas. Uh, the bears limp into the playoffs. The last spot in the NFC at, Nine and seven or eight and eight, I don't even know. No one cares besides anyone in Chicago. They got spanked by Aaron Rodgers, but Cliff Kingsbury down in Arizona doesn't know what the hell he's doing with Kyler Murray. So uh, Bears get the last spot. Mikey, are they going to pull out a Mardi Gras surprise early and uh, face the Packers in round two, or is this is this a one and done? And we talk in the offseason if Mitch Trubisky is going to be back in Illinois for next year. Bear down, Chicago Bears. God, that that Green Bay game was so fun to watch for the first three minutes and then on that first drive. Oh, yeah, uh, 7-0. I saw that. I was checking that score. I wasn't watching. A methodical drive that looks like, wow, we might be able to do this. And then Aaron Rodgers was just fucking Aaron Rodgers. I think he completed his first 12 or 13 passes. He didn't have an incomplete pass until that guy dropped it. Yeah, until, it was, until, yeah, until Lazard dropped it on that deep ball. That was, I mean – they looked Green Bay looked so good, which is why they're they're on the bye this week. But there's still so many question marks on that offense. Mitch at one point in the game last week was 26 of 30 with 196 passing yards. I mean, I think he was attempting his yards per attempt was somewhere around four, four and a half. Um, they what had a gunslinger. I, I think that a I think they had from North think, Carolina. He ended the game with maybe four or five passes over the 12-yard mark. It's like, come on. We got to figure something out in the booth that that, that gets his offense a, a little bit 
uh, running a little bit smoother. I mean, we didn't target Allen Robinson until the second quarter. Like, there's we don't stand a chance against the Saints if that's the case. I personally, I don't. I I love the Bears. I've I've been a Bears yeah. fan my, my entire life. I I I don't like the ten points that we're getting here. Um, I love the ten points that we're getting here. I don't think we're going to win the game. I would take the points, though. I think that defense, if they can catch the ball, because last week I think we dropped four interceptions. Uh, Sounds about right. If if that happens, and if we're healthy, because that secondary was missing Jalen Johnson. We were, miss, we were missing uh, Buster Scrine as well last week, uh, and it showed because Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that backup was getting picked on. Yeah, hard. So if those two are healthy and they're back, I like it, man. What, I like the 10 points and it might give them a chance at the game. Maybe. But all right, you listeners out there, Mikey made a Merrick likes a double digit underdog, double so, digit underdog, new year, new me with his heart or his brain with the bears on this one. I'll let, I'll let you guys decide. This is a rhetorical question. I mean, it depends on which brain you're talking about, boys. Hey, yo. <laughs> okay, so this has ran a little over. We'll talk about college basketball next week. Um, we got one more uh, fan favorite after the weekly perennial. I'll let Mike introduce it. Yeah, welcome to uh, the Channel 5 news station here. Uh, now over to Blaze. Blaze, what is the weather like in South Bend, Indiana? Well, Mike, thanks for getting to me. This is Blaze Bernardi in South Bend, Indiana, about a 90-minute drive outside the Chicagoland area. Uh, no Notre Dame football game this week. Unfortunately, they lost to Alabama. No national title playoff game again. But Brian Kelly's safe and sound in his home with the rest of the Notre Dame um, alumni and football fans and the players, of course. We're looking forward to 2021. But for Saturday, what we do have for them, for them to watch the football playoffs in the NFL, 33 degrees Fahrenheit, only four mile an hour winds. So um, any scaffolding, roof, windows, keep those windows open on a nice chilly Saturday should be safe outside. So you take care in South Bend. Oh man. I'm sure South Bend is still sulking after that loss. There's going to be a lot of people saying prayers. Touchdown uh, Jesus won't be blowing over this weekend. We know that. No, not, not this weekend, but a lot our, our thoughts and prayers, uh, blessings up, prayers down DMAC for those in South Bend, Indiana, uh, especially after that tough loss. So, uh, boys, I'm not going to lie, man. It feels great to be back. I, I know we skipped a week. But hey, we gotta, we're we like the Packers. We're number one podcast in the country. We need a, we need a bye week, too. You know what? We, we needed it to, to take a step back, recharge the batteries a bit. and, and, and Not the Tesla we'll batteries, just our batteries. <laughs> no, we're not charging that thing seven times again. So, uh, everyone, thanks again for tuning in uh, this week. Be on the lookout next week. Big episode. Ring time with Raddy. Puckline Patty. Talk to everybody then. Right, we'll recap the Ohio State victory, and uh, we'll give a couple college basketball takes and some games we like for the next week too. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Peace. Thanks.